Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Carl, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, what's new with you, man? What's going on? And happy, uh, happy New Year! Thank you, thank you. Nothing's new, you know. I mean, just bring it in the New Year. Uh, happy New Year to you. Yeah. What's uh, so what's going on with you, man? What are you, what are you up to these days? Uh, nothing. Hanging out with my kid. We uh, on our way to Santa Monica right now. Uh, still hanging out, waiting yeah. for some, waiting for all of us to come back. Yeah, I know. So I. Uh... So you had a busy career in the acting world, and you were in a band, and we'll talk about that. Uh, can you just tell the listeners where you're originally from? I'm from Chicago, Illinois, south side of Chicago. Yeah. And how was it uh, growing up there? It was rough. Like, Chicago's a rough city. It's, uh, I don't know. Oh. Fight your way out of Chicago. Sometimes you got to, like, run your way out of Chicago, so. Yeah, it's just a rough city, and uh, I don't know. It's cool though. Like you, if you go in, if you in for like the sports and food and stuff like that, you get. It's a cool city, but if you get into the wrong parts, it's not so cool. Yeah. So we we while we were offline, we talked about how you grew up across from Kaminsky Park. Uh, how exciting was that? It was really exciting. I used to go to the White Sox games all the time. I want to see those like Harold Baines. Ivan Calderon, Ozzy Skin, and uh, those teams. I love those teams. But I was also a Cubs fan. I used to watch Cubs games on TV all the time. Uh, the Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, Sean Dunstan teams. And uh, so I'm, I, I like both teams. I'm a Chicago Sox and Cubs fan. Yeah. Who do you think you like? Yeah. Who do you think you like more, Cubs? <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick, if I had, I mean, it's like saying which child you love more you know <laughs> but if i had to pick if i had to pick i'd say the cubs yeah well it's like meeting a new york guy and you know they say they like the mets and the yankees but it's like how could you like both teams or i think the mets and the yankees fans don't even get along with each other <laughs> i think it's, it's like that with chicago too but i just don't i don't uh go by that i feel like i can like both teams and it's okay yeah uh how exciting was it to see both those teams actually win a world series my God, the White Sox had such such a great team that you kind of figured they would win it. But the Cubs, being the Cubs, you thought that that would never. I, I thought it would never happen in my lifetime. I thought I'd just be like the lovable loser forever and say next year forever. But when it happened, I mean, it was it was like I don't know, man. It was like the world. It, it was it was everything to me. Yeah, like I mentioned to you earlier that uh, I'm a Red Sox fan from Massachusetts, and you know it was. Great seeing them win their World Series after so many years, and the Cubs Cubs fans should be uh, thanking the Red Sox fans for getting Theo Epstein to head over there. Oh my God! Thank you, <laughs> thank you, God, for letting us get Theo. He did it, man. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> he did it. I, when the Rickets bought the team, I was like, kind of like, now nah, I, I don't know about this. But then when they got Theo, I was like, oh, here we we doing? Now we playing ball. Yeah, and he wants to win. He's got. He's got more to prove on, to prove. Yeah, I think they're trying to get um, 
Bryce Harper right now. So if they do that, and oh we'll be right back in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll and I don't even think you need him, but if you get him, <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't yeah. need him. But <laughs> it's like it's like Golden State getting Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? You don't need him. <laughs> you don't need him. But you'd like right. to have him around. You're right. Hey, I wanted Durant to come to the Celtics. I mean, who don't want Durant to go to any of their teams? <laughs> but I was a, I'm a, I was a, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan, so I liked him with OKC. I wish he would have stayed with OKC and just played his role, and they could have won some championships together. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, like, I didn't like. That. <laughs> what do you think uh, of this year's NBA season so far? It's pretty exciting, man. I mean, it's like, um, I don't know. It's it's. it's kind of like basketball back in the day when Jordan was playing and it was exciting and it was like a couple good teams that anybody could take it. This is not, it's, you know, you know who's going to win every year right now. You know it's going to be Golden State. And you just kind of want to see if somebody's going to give them a game. So in that, in that aspect, it's kind of weird, but um, I'm loving watching these games. I'm like watching these young players like Luka Doncic. And uh, I like watching the Lakers now with LeBron. There's a lot of it's a lot of soap opera stuff going on in the NBA that I'm liking. Yeah, well, you're out. But of, I don't like the super teams. Yeah, you live out in LA and stuff like that. How like what was the reaction when LeBron chose to go to the Lakers? Oh my god! I mean, it was like the city uh, exhaled, kind of. You know, like we're getting the king, and if he do half of what he did with Cleveland with this team, we'll be in the finals in a year. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this year. I mean, with a couple of injuries to any one of those Western Conference teams, the Lakers can be in there. Yeah. He has to win one, at least with the Lakers. Say it again? I said he has to win one with the Lakers, at least. He has to. He has to. Yeah. He will, man. I mean, you see the guy. Yeah. He I just know. wills wins, man. He's he's so good. I know. I know. So, in Chicago, growing up as a kid, what were you into? Uh, I was in the uh, – football i was into uh wwf wrestling mostly i love wwf wrestling uh i was a hulkamaniac and uh that was like my whole life as a kid but it was that i would play football and i would play baseball and those was my loves my passions as a kid do you have a favorite moment for wrestling since you said you're a wwf fan do I have a favorite moment? Yeah, like a like something that you always remember when you watch something. Yeah, when Hulk when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. That was, <laughs> <laughs> was everything for me. Yeah. You still see those in highlights. Yeah, that one and when he slammed King Kong Bundy and uh WrestleMania two. Yeah. All of just all of them. I used to love like I would I would watch the um the one that would come on Saturday night. Well Saturday uh, Saturday night's main event. Main event. I used to love those. I used to love it all, man. I loved all the wrestlers like Junkyard Dog, Killer Bees. Yeah. Uh, I loved them all, man. Ricky Steamboat. I was in on the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I was WWE wrestling. Oh yeah. So, uh, so while you were in high school, uh, you played football. What positions did you play? I played uh, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, cornerback, uh, punt return, kick return. I, I didn't want to lead the field. I just I did it all. Uh, wherever we need had a need, I would go there and play. Yeah. So yeah. You, so after the, after high school, you went. Uh, we were talking. You went to Illinois Valley College and uh, you played football there. I did. And then you transferred from there after. No, I played there for I played there for a year, and then they uh, 
dropped their football program. Okay. So, um, and then I went to Joliet College in Illinois and then uh, played there a year. And then I went to Lincoln University in Missouri, played, and finished out my career. Yeah. What, um, yeah. So, how did you get into acting while you were in school? Uh, I went to Illinois Valley. This is my freshman year, and they gave us these, like, little classes that were, like, not so educational. So we could focus more on football. And uh, one of the classes was my theater practicum class. And um, so in this class, we would just tear down sets and build sets, and that was it. And um, my teammates told me, like, we never go to this class. And I took, I took it literal that they never went to the class. So I never went to the class. They meant that they missed the class all the time, but they do go from time to time and check in. I never went and checked in once, but a teacher calls me up and tells me that he couldn't give me a passing grade because I never came to class. But if I wanted a passing grade, I'd have to do a play for him. And he wanted me to be crooks and of mice and men. And I didn't want no part of that. I didn't, I didn't want to be in a play. I didn't want to do anything but play football. So I went and asked the coach if he can get me out of it. And the coach was like, he thought it'd be funny if, if I did the play and he brought the team. So I had to do the play and I did the play and fell in love with it. Wow. I mean, that's good. I mean, and you fell back after, after that. So you graduated college, you cried, you graduated college and you went, you decided you were just going to move to LA in 2004. No, actually, I did not graduate college. You it was did. my senior year, oh. and I was a, I was gonna be, uh, I was in for elementary education. Okay. Um, and I was gonna, I didn't want to be like a twenty-four-year-old teacher. I didn't want to start my teaching career because I felt like then life would just pass me by. So I decided to drop out of college, go to Los Angeles to see if I could make it in either like stand-up or acting. And I gave myself two years. If something happened in two years, I'd stay. If nothing happened, I'd go back and get my degree and finish teaching. Okay. And I just haven't had to go back and get my degree yet. Yeah, I mean, that's great. <laughs> that's great. So have you tried stand-up at all? Yeah, I tried stand-up. Stand-up was okay. It was fun. It was nerve-wracking, but um, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I kind of I stopped stand-up to focus more on the acting part okay so uh what was your first gig after uh moving out there to la <laughs> my first gig was um i think it was um america's most wanted <laughs> i was playing a killer on america's most wanted and um and i remember being really scared about this because i thought somebody would see me in like the uh they would see me in like the post office and like call the cops on me because they saw me on America's Most Wanted. Oh, so you did like the reenactment scenes? I did one of the reenactment scenes. <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. It was fun too. It was fun. Yeah. But I was I was really scared for like a couple like a couple weeks after that whole after the whole thing aired. I was like really scared. Yeah. What did your <laughs> What did your family think when they saw it? <laughs> I don't know if they ever seen it. Really. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, some things I didn't tell them about. Yeah. <laughs> so now you, you know, you from me doing some research online, you know, you've uh, before you even got on the Ballers, you did, you know, you did some shows, you did some movies 
next to Adam Sandler on the longest yard. And how was it? Oh, yeah. How was it being on or working with with Adam Sandler? It was insane, man. He's such a great like. I mean, he's such a cool person. He was great to be around, and like it was great to watch him work. He was he was so nice. Like you would you would think somebody. He was so nice, and he was so funny. And he was like an inspiration. Like you see him work and you just want to work like that. You want to be like him, kind of. So that that was really huge working with him. Yeah. So um, and it's funny because you know not only you worked with Adam Sandler, you ended up working with a couple of the wrestlers too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goldberg was on there. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold was on there, and I was a huge Stone Cold fan. He was like I had to like, I had to curtail it when he was around because. I was such a big fan. I could, I wanted to be like, just, I don't know, fan out on him, but I never really did. We yeah. talked, we hung out, but I never got to tell him like how much I loved him and how much I was like all in on his Austin three sixteen. He not just whipped your ass, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you're you're on HBO Ballers. It's like it's one of my favorite shows. I mean, I'm a sports fan too, so it's like that show attracted me right away when I saw the previews before it came out. And you play TDD on it. Tell us about the audition for the show. The audition. Um, well, the audition, I, I went in. The first audition was I went in for London Brown's character, Fat Reggie. Okay. Um, I went in for that one uh, a couple of times. I think like two or three times. And then, obviously, I didn't get that part. And then they came back with the TTD part. And... Um, I went and auditioned for that, I think, like, three times. And, uh, yeah, I went in for, like, that, I think, three times. And then it was, like, six months later when I got the call saying that I got it. Oh, wow. So it was, like, I, I, had forgotten, I had forgotten all about it. I didn't even think about it anymore. And then they called me and was like, hey, you got that part in that show in Miami. And I was like, what? Show in Miami? Oh, shit. So it was like that. It was <laughs> Did you know that the show was going to be with The Rock? Yeah, yeah. When I auditioned for it, they said it was going to be with The Rock. They said it was going to be with The Rock, but it was kind of like Entourage, yeah. and that this character would kind of be like the turtle. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people compare Ballers to Entourage. And were you a fan of Entourage? Because I was. I liked, I loved that oh, show. Oh, I loved, I loved Entourage. It was kind of like a dream come true, getting to work with all the Entourage people. Yeah. Uh, the same producers, same everything. Um. So yeah, that was a dream come true, and then getting to work with The Rock and John David and all these Rob Coltrane, all these guys, getting to work with them is just like another dream come true. Yeah. It's like a dream job. So tell tell the listeners about your character. CPD. Yeah, he, he's just a fun dude. He uh, he loves helping out his boy Ricky Jarrett. I mean, he lives with his boy. He, they like family. They best friends. Um, so he just makes his boy life easy, as easy as he can. Try to take care of him. Try to take care of his day to day willings and dealings, so you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Where do he you... wears a lot of cool t shirts and smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Uh, how did you prepare for that role after you knew you got it? I uh, just went and bought a bunch of t shirts and smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, actually, for the audition process, for the audition, it was um, the scene where I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching the movie Her, and we're talking about the movie Her, and uh, 
And so I got that scene. I went and smoked some pot and watched the movie Her. Yeah. And I really, and what was on the paper, I really had those thoughts. I remember, like, even when I watched it the first time, I had all of these thoughts. So it really wasn't hard to go in there yeah. and play like I was stoned and say these things. So it was kind of like a perfect marriage between Roland Man, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you probably get this question asked a lot. How does it, how is it working with uh, Dwayne Johnson? Oh no! Uh, how is it working with Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, uh, it's awesome, man. Yeah. He's cool. He's cool. I mean, like my my experience on set has been nothing but cool because we worked with Dwayne Johnson, working with Adam Sandler, like these two of the biggest stars, two of the nicest dudes you'd ever want to meet. Too funny, too cool dudes. Yeah, and uh, you get to work with that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'll tell you this: at, back in my wrestling days, I never really saw The Rock. I had I had gotten out at that time, so I never seen him wrestle. I was just a fan of his. From uh, we worked together on this show, on this movie called The Gridiron Gang. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how? So, like, did he ever give you any advice in the acting world? Has he given you advice since yeah. he's made it that big? Say it again. So has he has he given you any advice about like, your acting and everything? Advice about my acting? Yeah, or like giving you tips. Uh no, man. When we talk, we just like we just talk about uh, like other. We talk about last time we talked. We talked about Jumanji and how much I loved the movie Jumanji and how uh, how I was such a fan of of his new Jumanji. You know how these remakes go, and you just don't want to see exactly. these remakes, and you definitely don't want to see them mess it up. But they did it so so well, and how I loved it so much. So we talk about things like that. Uh, he hasn't given me advice on like acting or being a mega star yet. Hopefully, he'll give me some tips. I'm not gonna get up there with him. There you go. So uh, tell us about your band that you're in. You're forming, formerly known as the Sandwich. Am I right? Yeah, we used to be the Sandwich. What, now we left on Laurel. What made you guys change your name? Uh, three of the members didn't like the name. Um, so they voted us down. The other two members that loved the sandwich. Yeah. We still repping the sandwich, but uh, we got voted down. So the name's left on Laurel now. Yeah. So uh, how long you been on the band for? Um, three years now. Wow. We uh, We started the band... Yeah, three years ago, we was just playing in my friend's basement. We would play covers, and we would um, he would like put the chords up on the board up on his TV, and we would just play it to these songs. And then after a while, we just started playing our own stuff. Our drummer Kent was like, "Let's just play, let's just jam, man." And we just start jamming, and our lead singer Michael Rosenbaum, he just started coming up with these songs like freestyling these songs and they would sound really good and we were like we should record these things man and, yeah. and now it's happening we've we've toured germany twice uh in two years and we're going back again uh oh, in, in november and yeah so and we do an album our album will be done in february yeah i saw i saw that on uh, online that you guys have an album coming out in 29 in february 2019 yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, how is it uh, being in a band with uh, Lex Luthor from Smallville? <laughs> it's it's fun being in a band. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a really cool dude. I mean, he's kind of genius with the way he uh, 
makes these songs, man. <clears throat> yeah. One day, I, like, if I, I, we need to record how this happens because we'll just get a beat going and this guy can freestyle a whole song, chorus intact. Really? And it's it's so, it's so cool, man. But he's a really cool dude, and uh, I don't know. It's fun being in the band with him. He, yeah. It's like touring, the, going on tour with your best friends. Yeah, that's great. How did you meet him? Uh, my friend used to play sports. Like, they used to play football, flag football every week. Yeah. And one of my friends brought me, and uh, I played football with him. And then we just – he would invite me around, come hang out, and I would go hang out with him all the time. That's nice. And then we started, like, just – we would all like as friends as a big friend group we would spend like all the holidays and we would go to big bear for new years and we would just do all these things together yeah what uh what instrument do you play i play the bass okay and how long have you been playing that for three years oh really you just three years I <laughs> you just picked it up and started playing it i learned it for the for the i mean they wanted to play covers and they didn't have a bass player so uh, I think Michael had a bass in his basement, and they taught me how to play the bass on that thing. So, like, wow. Rob Rob is a really good guitar player, and he can play the bass as well. So he taught me how to play. At first, they taught me how to play all the notes on that one, the E string. So I would just play every note on the E string, and then they would teach me how to move around on the bass. And eventually I got to moving around, and we would make songs. I'm good enough to make songs, but I'm not where I need to be yet. Yeah. Wow, I mean that's still great. Are you, so, how much fun? How much fun are you having doing this? Oh my God, is it, man? It, I don't know. It's so much fun. It's like another dream come true because I've been, always wanted to be a rock star. I never thought I'd be like in a band because I didn't. I couldn't sing. I couldn't play any instruments. And then, bam! I'm playing bass in a band, and we tour in Germany. So, yeah. maybe, maybe crazy as it sounds. <laughs> maybe you'll. Huh? Maybe you'll be the next uh, David Hasselhoff and be like huge in Germany. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what's some advice you give to somebody that wants to go be an actor? You know, like you picked up your bag, you went to LA, you're like, I'm going to go be an actor. Yeah. I mean, if you think you can do it, come and do it. Yeah. It, it happens if you got the talent, if you got the time, if you got, you know, you got to invest in yourself. You got to be willing to play the game for a while. It's not going to happen like overnight. So yeah. that's the biggest thing is that it don't happen overnight. Yeah. So Stick with it. Well, one of the questions I wrote down for you, if you weren't an actor, what do you think you'd have been doing right now? Do you think you would have been a teacher right now? I'd be a teacher, yeah. yeah. Or playing quarterback for the Bears. <laughs> Somebody... I'd, be, I'd be the first 40-year-old quarterback for the Bears. Yeah. What? Come on! Look at Tom Brady. He's forty-one. He's still not playing. He's still not playing that bad. He's, I mean, he could do it. For, he could do it for a couple more years with the way he plays his game. He doesn't like move around. He doesn't. If they give him a line, they give him some pieces. He's yeah. good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I'm from Massachusetts, so I hope the Patriots make it because it's ending fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you have like a dream role that you want to play someday? A dream role. Yeah, I, I never thought about a dream role that I'd want to play, but maybe you know what I want to do. I'd want to do Otis Redding's biography. Oh, that's interesting. That's that's my dream role, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bring Otis to life. There you go. What uh, 
Yeah, I listened to some of that stuff on uh, Spotify. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> what are uh, so like? What are some of your favorite uh, TV shows that you're binge watching these days or movies? Well, I'm waiting for Game of Thrones to come back because I love that one. Yeah. Um, I just got into what's that show I watch? What's that show I watch? The one on uh, Netflix. I forget it. I forget the name of it, but it's uh with Jason Bateman, Arrested oh, Development. O- Ozarks. Oh my God! I've never. I'm just starting to watch this. I'm in like season two. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Oz- I thought you were talking about Ozarks. Ozarks. I started watching too. Um, I haven't gotten too far into it yet. Yeah. So uh, do you like Ozark? I do like it. I do like it. I think yeah. first season was great. The second season was good too. I I think they're gonna do one more from what I heard. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. And also I like ballers. Of course. Who doesn't <laughs> like ballers? I, I, I like at the show that I watch. I don't even read the whole script because I don't want to find out what happens until I watch it <laughs> on the show. What uh when is ballers coming back? It's coming back in August. All right. Uh we start filming in April. Okay. How long do you guys film for? About four months. Okay. So for four months, you're down in Miami? Uh, No, the first season was in Miami. First two seasons was in Miami. Okay. And then we moved to L.A. Uh, all right. So now we're in L.A. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have any future projects that you want to plug away before we end this? Any other things? That uh, you- Yeah, I got a movie coming out called The Rim of the World. Another one called Be the Light. And... Oh, and another movie called I'd Like to Be Alone Now. I think they're all coming out on Netflix sometime this year. Did you uh, like doing movies for Netflix? I do. I love it, man. I love doing movie and filming for anybody. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> but uh, the Netflix ones are pretty cool. Yeah. How can the, since we're ending this, uh, how can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, Instagram, I'm Carl D. McDowell. Are you on Twitter too or just Instagram? I'm on Twitter, but I'm I'm a horrible tweeter. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. it'll be Carl Carl McDowell, Facebook Carl McDowell. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, that, man, this was fun, man. Let's get you back on after uh, Ballers premieres again. Anytime, man. Hit me up. God damn it, I'm back in it. Never suffer for a minute, gotta kill it. Brushing off all the vice that I'm feeling about you. You hopping up thick like the hoe that you is now. I don't know how I never saw it before like that. Thinking of the way that you used to act. Used to always call you my queen with that. But now I see it for what it is. I'm moving up with another bitch. She do it with pleasure without you. I'm better. I'm making the cheddar. I'm feeling all better. Just know that I'll never get back with you ever. I'm winning forever. No pressure. I'm in it. Been a grind, feeling good and high. Nice feeling on my time, smoking up, feeling right all night. Faded out, writing rhymes, in and out. Do a line, tripping out, writing hits while you doubt, doubt. Damn, life's good as shit. I could get used to this. Do a line off some tits, five star meals up in this bitch. Lost with the life I was given. Grateful I'm single and living. Never imagined this shit. Now we just living in vibes, making sure I'm living right. Doing this shit every night. Spending this money, sipping this bubbly while I'm ahead. We just living in Vienna, making all the money, and I'm kicking it around. Doing it big, living life like I'm a rock star. Go with the hoes in a fast car. Living in Vienna, making
it big, now I'm just fine Normal coach, classy now Living in Vienna, making all the money and I'm kicking it around Doing it big, living life like I'm a rock star Cool with the hoes in a fast car Living in Vienna, making all the money and I'm kicking it around Doing it big, now I'm just fine Normal coach, classy now Time line on his bitch, that's some new shit with a new hit When I spit, feeling it, let it go, jumping in the game Taking all the hate for your bitch on the day Hopping on my job, coming late, coming home late Now you wanna break, coincidence, I think now you got flaked Enjoying my life every single day I party in ways, I was feeling great Even like the life I was given Grateful I'm single and living Never imagined the shit That we just living in vibes Making sure I'm living right Doing this shit every night Spending this money, sipping this bubbly While I'm ahead, we just Living in Vienna, making all the money And I'm kicking it around, doing it big Living life like I'm a rock star Coke with the hoes in a fast car Living in Vienna, making all the money And I'm kicking it around when it big, now I'm just flying out. Normal coach, classy now. Living in Vienna, making all the money and I'm kicking it around. Doing it big, living life like I'm a rock star.